Suffering the best sound in Caribbean radio. This is VOC Radio. Let's talk St. Kitts and Nevis, a talk show and current affairs program focusing on St. Kitts and Nevis, the Caribbean, and international news. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. on Voice of the Caribbean Radio, join host Andre Huey as he delves into topical issues of the day. We'll open the lines so you can call in and be part of the discussion. And he'll feature guests each week to help shed light on the various topics of discussion. Let's talk St. Kitts and Nevis with Andre Huey, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. with rebroadcasts on Wednesdays and Fridays, also at 10 a.m. on Voice of the Caribbean Radio at voiceofthecaribbean.net. Also listen on our Android mobile app and tune in radio. Voice of the Caribbean Radio, reaching the Caribbean and beyond. This is Let's Talk St. Kitts here on Voice of the Caribbean Radio at voiceofthecaribbean.net. I'm Andre Huey. On today's edition, we continue our look at the leadership race of the St. Kitts and Nevis Labour Party. Dr. Terence Drew has been elected as the new leader of the Labour Party after 32 years. We're going to be speaking with Dr. Drew as well as we'll be hearing from political analyst Peter Wickham and social activist Dwyer Astafan. Plus, we'll also share a more extended interview that Dr. Drew had with Freedom FM on Freedom 106.5 in St. Kitts on Monday, uh, right the day after the elections. All that coming up on today's edition of Let's Talk St. Kitts Nevis. But first, we'll take a break and be right back. Voice of the Caribbean Radio, VOC Radio. Stay locked on. Online radio has never been this great. It's Voice of the Caribbean Radio at voiceofthecaribbean.net. Tune into Voice of the Caribbean Radio for great Caribbean programs, news, entertainment, sports, and current affairs. Wake up each morning and be inspired with One Day at a Time with Kim Huey. Stay abreast with news across the Caribbean and internationally with the Caribbean News Hour and be entertained with shows like Reggaeville, Caribbean Classics, and Jive Music Show. Visit our website, download our Android mobile app, or listen us on TuneIn Radio. There is so much more on Voice of the Caribbean Radio, reaching the Caribbean and beyond. Check website or app for program schedule. Want to buy some fresh fruits, vegetables, or ground provision, but don't have the time to go to the market or even to find parking? Look no further. Green Green Market Market and Delivery delivery is your solution. solution. Green Market and Delivery is an e-commerce store that sells and delivers local produce to customers. It's in Kizinevis. Anything you purchase, you can get fresh from the market and deliver directly to your door. Log on to www.greenmarketskn.com. Click on the e-store link, choose your items, and shop away. We have a wide array of products from fruits, vegetables, local products, spices and seasonings, and much more. Save time and energy. Shop on greenmarketskn.com, your Your one-stop shop for for fresh fresh local local produce. Stay abreast with news on St. Martin with SMN News. Visit www.smn-news.com for up-to-date news, scoops, opinions, and hard-hitting facts. SMN News, we tell it like it is. Visit our website, www.smn-news.com. Auto Plus Car Wash, located on the Collins Street Gut, Bastyr's in Kitts. 
Bring your car to AutoPlus Car Wash to remove water stains, wiper marks, get your doors, roof panel cleaned, seat floor mats, buffing, headlights, and engine wash. You get quality service at the best price at AutoPlus Car Wash. They really care for your car. Call 765-5140 or visit them on the College Street. Bastier St. Kitts. Auto Plus Car Wash, where the service is number one. The voice of the Caribbean Radio. Welcome back to Let's Talk St. Kitts and Nevis. So as we told you just before the break, we will be hearing from Dr. Terence Drew, Dwyer Astafan, and Peter Wickham on Dr. Drew being elected as the leader of the Labour Party. But before we do that, here's a report that was filed on SK Newsline to give you a synopsis of what we spoke about. Dr. Terence Drew is the new leader of the St. Kitts and Nevis Labour Party. Dr. Drew, the former party chairman, was elected in a very competitive leadership election contested by former Member of Parliament Conris Maynard and first-time parliamentarian Dr. Jeffrey Hanley. In an interview with SK Newsline on Monday, Dr. Drew said his victory is a victory for Labour. Whenever the voice of the people uh, is heard, I think that's a victory for all. That was my response. And then, you know, having won a contest, you feel some level of satisfaction. And, of course, then my thoughts went on all those who would have helped me, um, those who were in the context, uh, in the contest, uh, my other two comrades, my you know, party leader, the comrades in general, and you know, all those who are involved. The new party leader said the first order of business is to organize the various teams of the party, the executive, and its approach for the future. The first move is to make sure that we, you know, bring our party together. That process would have started since the night of the election or even just before that. And so we are going through that, but we are on a good path. I think when we left there last night, you know, in general, people were satisfied. Um, the first order of business to make sure that we complete our executive and to have our first executive meeting um, post-election and, you know, start making steps towards completing our list of candidates so that the Labour Party is ready for the next election whenever they are called. Political analyst Peter Wickham said Labour Party supporters did themselves a favour by electing Dr. Drew as their new leader. So instead of saying I'm surprised, I'd say that I think that the Labour Party did itself a favor in terms of identifying the person that appears to have the most popular support. Um, in doing that, however, the Labour Party has essentially picked a fight with the former leader, and it will have to see how it will resolve that matter going forward, and indeed if it has a testicular fortitude to be able to see the matter through, because this is but one part. The next part is the consolidation of support of the Labour Party, which will require either uh, the will to respond directly to Dr. Douglas or alternatively his, his desire to come on board and essentially support a new leadership. Meanwhile, social activist and former government minister Dwyer Astafan said the Labour Party made the right choice in electing Dr. Drew. Yes, I think it's the right choice. I think Dr. Drew has the broadest national appeal and he's the person most likely to endear the voters across the board to the Labour Party and giving it its best chance of victory at the polls. So I think he's the best choice um, from a number of, of, of angles. According to reports out of the business segment of the special conference on Sunday, Dr. Drew garnered 184 votes to beat out close colleagues Dr. Jeffrey Hanley, who made 70, and Conris Maynard, 153. This is the first time the party is changing leadership in 32 years. 
as Dr. Denzel Douglas, former Prime Minister and current opposition leader, has been at the helm of the party unchallenged for over three decades. The full interview with Peter Wickham, Dwyer Astafan and Dr. Drew can be heard on the program Let's Talk St. Kitts Nevis on SK Newsline's sister radio station Voice of the Caribbean Radio at voiceofthecaribbean.net this Tuesday at 10 a.m. Andre Huey, SKN Newsline. So, without any further delay, we'll go into the first interview with uh, Dr. Terence Drew. The day after he won the leadership of the Labour Party, we spoke on a wide range of issues, including how will he lead the Labour Party when Dr. Douglas still remains the opposition leader. All your initial thoughts after the results were announced on Sunday afternoon. Uh, my thoughts were Labour won, the people won. Whenever the voice of the people uh, is heard, I think that's a victory for all. That was my response. And then, you know, having won a contest, you feel some level of satisfaction. And, of course, then my thoughts went on all those who would have helped me, um, those who were in the context, uh, in the contest, uh, my other two comrades, my you know, party leader, the comrades in general, and, you know, all those who were involved. And so that, those were the thoughts that initially came to my mind that the people won. Now, what, what is your first priority as Labour leader? Um, obviously, you would have to work on uniting the party after this uh, bruising election, but also, I'm sure you have other objectives as well that you would like to achieve. Right, so you're correct. The first move is to make sure that we you know, bring our party together. That process would have started since the night of the election or even just before that. And so we are going through that, but we are on a good path. I think when we left there last night, you know, in general, people were satisfied. Um, the first order of business is to make sure that we complete our executive and to have our first executive meeting um, post-election and, you know, start making steps towards completing our list of candidates so that the Labour Party is ready for the next elections whenever they are called. So those are the priorities at this point in time. And the other thing is that we will end the silence that we would have established and that was really for us to complete our internal processes and we have completed that so thus far uh, we have accomplished that to the point now where we are ready to move out and to start discussing political issues and the media um, in a sustained and consistent way and therefore we will be putting all those things together so those are the immediate priorities at this point in time um, I guess also, um, especially considering that we have a you have a situation in the Labour Party where um, the opposition leader, the current opposition leader, has been there for 32 years. Um, is there a possibility that he will still be involved in some way of shape or form in the party, maybe as an advisor or, or any other way? Well, he's an integral part of the St. Kitts Navy's Labour Party, so that for me is not even a question. Dr. Denzel Douglas has a wealth of knowledge. He has been a successful party leader for 30-plus years. He has also been a successful prime minister. His impact um, you know, is felt on the local level, the regional and international levels. Um, he is a source of guidance um, still, irrespective of what people think of him. And so he's a part of the St. Kitts Labour Party, a fully integrated part. And, of course, he will be sought for his knowledge, his his, his wisdom, his guidance, and so forth. And so I want to thank him for the many years that he would have served. And this is his party as much as anybody else. And he's well appreciative, appreciated in his party 
and he will be treated with that level of respect. He is uh, elder to, to us, and he will be given respect as such. Mm-hmm. Now, one more thing before you go. The, uh, the, the, one of the things that you, you touted before or prior to the elections is that you have the ability to reach across the political lines. Um, of course, how do you intend to do that at this point in time? You still have some ways to go in, in, in terms of the next general election, but I take it that you'll be doing some work in that regard. Yes, I will definitely be doing some work in that regard. As a matter of fact, that work would have started already, but it would be intensified. And so the party would, um, you know, get everything going, and we will be reaching out to people, um, not just within the party, but those who are outside of the party to bring them in. Because as I, as I said, we are going to broaden the umbrella and to bring people uh, under that umbrella. So there would be a concerted effort to reach out to people to let them know what the Labour Party is about in order to, you know, we'll give them our plans, our programs, let them know that they're people-centered and driven by our motto for the good that we can do. And I think that once we would have started a program like that, especially a government that is filled with corruption and nepotistic practices, I think that the people of St. Kitts and Nevis are asking for something better. We will offer something better. They will trust that we will be pushing for something better on their behalf and we will be able to get a number of them, a large number, to come and join us so that we can get to leadership service in St. Peter and Nevis back at the helm of the government so that we can serve our people and serve them well. On a matter of how, you, how the business of the party will be conducted um, in terms of t- dealing with the media and just the, the functioning of the party as an opposition, you have a situation where the former leader is the opposition leader, um, you are the, the leader of the party de facto. However, you are not in parliament at this point in time. How are you going to um, attack some of the affairs of the, of, of the opposition um, while not being in, in, in the parliament and at the same time having a different person as the opposition leader? Right. So I, I would say that the, the party um, leader um, oversees a lot of things of the party, but he also works with a... a um, an executive, and so and a strategic um, team. And so that team would be uh, asked um, to put a plan in place for these things. Uh, we'll make sure that we are represented well in the parliament. We will have the party's agenda, and that will be carried out in parliament. With respect to me as the party leader, I will have um, you know, a PR team that will make sure that I'm in the media um, handling the issues of the day and pushing the party's um, agenda forward, the agenda that is people, people-centered. And so I don't think that we'll have a significant amount of issue with that. We'll be in the parliament represented and we have uh, an experienced um, leader um, in the parliament at this time, the opposition leader, General Dr. Denzel Douglas. Um, outside of the parliament, I'll be able to carry a number of political issues. And so people will see that the party can function well in the parliament, outside of the parliament, and handle any issue of the day and keep pushing that people-centered um, program of the Sinkis Nevis Labour Party power. So I don't see it as a major problem at this time. And finally, will you be installing a, a shadow cabinet um, that, that, as part of your drive as well? Right. So that is an excellent question. That is something that we would have looked at even before now, and we would have started some work on that. And I would also push as part of the program going forward to make sure that we establish something like that so that we can systematically um, deal with the issues of the day, think it's a that are affecting our people. And so, yes, we will pursue that as part of it. And so I 
want to say, Andre, before I go, that once we meet with the executive or strategic team or PR team and so forth, and we would have completed uh, what we uh, want to put forward, you'll see that those things being rolled out. This is Let's Talk St. Kitts Nevis. That was Dr. Terence Drew, the new leader of the St. Kitts Nevis Labour Party. Before we go on a break, we're going to now share the interview with uh, Peter Wickham. We spoke to him also the day after the elections. And uh, he had some, uh, some issues, uh, raised some issues that uh, Dr. Drew will have to tackle um, as he takes the helm of the Labour Party. Okay, so Peter, we have the results are now in and we have a new... Uh, political leader of the Sinkis Nevis Labour Party after 32 years, Dr. Terence Drew. Were you surprised that he came out the winner? And, and what are your thoughts on his election? Yeah, I mean, I guess it was a surprise. I had a very open mind. I think that we, we knew going in who, who was the favourite of whom, and uh, we also knew who was the popular choice. Um, so instead of saying I'm surprised, I'd say that I think that the Labour Party did itself a favour in terms of identifying the person that appears to have the most popular support. Um, in doing that, however, the Labour Party has essentially picked a fight with the former leader, and it will have to see how it will resolve that matter going forward, and indeed if it has a testicular fortitude to be able to see the matter through, because this is but one part. The next part is the consolidation of support of the Labour Party, which will require either uh, the will to respond directly to Dr. Douglas, or alternatively, his, his desire to come on board and essentially supporting your leadership. Now, I know in the past you've said, you've essentially uh, said that you think uh, Dr. Drew is one that appears to appeal to both sides, is able to reach across political lines, so to speak. How do you think his style of leadership, based on what you would have observed and what you've known, um, how do you think that will help the Labour Party return to office or at least be in a, a strong state? Yeah, but, no, but that has to be seen. No, I think that his style has to be, to be uh, reviewed. Um, he, he's a populist individual, so of course he'll be appealing to a broad section of public opinion across St. Kitts and Nevis. My sense is that he wants to reach out beyond the Labour Party and to be able to appeal to other persons in St. Kitts and Nevis who may want to come on board and support them. Uh, so we have to see how that works out now and if he is able to, to be that person. But in terms of his, his actual style of leadership, uh, I think that that's probably something that we would have to comment on in another year or two because it's still too soon to see that, especially as he will be for the time being operating in the shadow of Dr. Douglas. Now, you, you referred earlier there to the fact that, uh, and you used the term, picked a fight with the former leader. Now, Dr. Douglas has been on the record, even as recently as last week at a press conference prior to the elections, that um, he is there to assist whoever wins, and he's ever there to offer his support. Um, I, I don't get, well, I don't think many people get the impression, or at least some people get the impression, that he's still holding on to power, or at least have an issue with um, this leadership race. What are your thoughts on that? No, I mean, if someone tells me that they, they actually believe that, I'd be surprised if they know Dr. Douglas or understand the situation very well. The situation was one in which Dr. Douglas had a clear preference in terms of the way that things will go. Uh, he, was not, he was not happy being, to use his words, quote-unquote, disrespected. So the idea that um, that's all water under the bridge and, you know, that he's ready to move on. Now, it, it would be noble, and I think it would be great if that were the case, but I, I suspect that there will be some... Um, there will be some issues which will be unresolved that have to be able to work themselves out. Certainly in time, we'll get to see whether it is that he has turned a new leaf and he's willing to walk this path, or alternatively, 
you know, if he may look to settle scores in the long run. Uh, that I'm really not sure of, but I don't believe that there are a lot of people in St. Kitts and Nevis, knowing Dr. Douglas as we do, uh, that would say that, yes, you know, tomorrow will be like a Sunday school and the Labour Party will move on uh, and there will be no uh, recriminations or anything like that. Um, yeah, I, I don't believe that there are a lot of people who are convinced that that will be the case. Now, looking at the party in general, um as you know, any leadership race in any political party, especially in the Caribbean, leaves some wounds. Um, you have divisions, and this one was one of those races, the first one for the Labour Party. So obviously, there will be some wounds. There were just almost as many people who voted for Congress Maynard who also voted for um, Dr. Drew. How do you think Dr. Drew now uh, is able to unite the party? Because that is going to be important going forward. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an important point that you're making, and that's something that he definitely has to do. He has to be able to reach out to people who may have not supported him, that may have supported the other two, and he needs to be able to pull them in, you know, to essentially to be able to, to issue, to get to, to hold out an olive branch to others and to be able to say to them, look, you know, we, we, um, we had our, our disagreements. Uh, however, we are now in the interest of one organization, and let's move forward in that regard. Um, to do that, he may want to practice somewhat of a politics of inclusion, where within the the um, arrangements that he's, he's going to have now as political leader, if, if he were to assign responsibilities to those individuals, that would be one good strategy of bringing them on board, because then they appear relevant, uh, and it gives them something to do. And he essentially says that he still has confidence confidence in them and their willingness to participate means that they still have confidence in him. So that would be one of the ways that he could do that and the extent to which we'll see a cooperative structure uh, outlined for rebuilding labor going forward will we'll be, we'll be interested in it. We'll say a lot about what is the state of affairs in that organization. And finally, the um, party, I mean, I mean, like you said, you'd, it is early to see, but from a general standpoint, though, looking at the party, you now have a new deputy leader in the case of Congress Maynard, because obviously he becomes the, uh, the uh, having been the, the, the runner-up to Dr. Drew, would automatically become the, the deputy leader. Uh, how do you think both of them would, will lead? I mean, these two young, um, vibrant politicians who a lot of people look at as the future of the party, they're now in a leadership position. They're now at the driver's seat, so to speak. Um, how do you think that they, that they will fare, um, especially looking at their opponents, a combination of three political parties in the Federation? They have, they have an interesting task in that they also have to look to secure their political futures. Um, you know, one of them has a seat, the other one uh, really won by a relatively slim majority. So they have to work at consolidating their role. Uh, but I also think that it's important for them to appear to be working within the broader context of labor in pursuit of a common cause. And that's, that goes back to the point I made previously about what, what assignments or what role or responsibility the leader assigns to them and the extent to which they move a dispatch to, to deal with those duties. And I think that that will say a lot about them also and their ability to essentially fill out other roles within the organization, other leadership roles you can say within the organization. Before I let you go, though, Peter, uh, and this is in relation to a question, uh, you, you, uh, an issue you raised earlier about Dr. Douglas. Now, as I said, he said he's there to assist wherever possible. There are some who believe that he still is going to be involved in some way or the other and probably try to dictate things. Maybe less so with Dr. Drew than maybe with Economist Maynard. But, but how do you think he, do you think he's going to be around? Um, I mean, he's been in the political circles for a long time. He's been the leader of the party for a long time. It's going to be hard to let go and walk away. 
I, I agree, and I think it's more important. The, the Labour Party's uh, strategy is one that is extremely cash-intensive. Uh, um, the Labour Party has continued to argue that it is pushing for the overseas vote. And certainly Dr. Drew himself made the point that the overseas support will be important for them going forward. To mobilize the kind of resources that will be needed to put them back in office, assuming that they are planning to rely on overseas petitions to get them there, uh, will require some effort and certainly some financing. And I think that Dr. Douglas has a key role regarding uh, raising funds. Uh, and in terms of the old labor campaign style, not only in terms of bringing overseas voters, but the general campaign style, uh, it is expensive. And I think that that is going to be one of the key roles that Dr. Douglas will, will have to play. Um, will the donors and persons who supported him uh, automatically support the new incoming leadership? And, and what role will he play in encouraging that to happen? So that, that's something to me that's going to be critical. I think the question of money uh, is, is, is high on the list of activities in which Dr. Douglas would need to be involved in terms of fundraising. Um, and then, of course, you know, the provision of uh, to be there as a figurehead and to guide and to mentor the others. But certainly in terms of the key activity, my sense is raising funds is going to be one of the most central activities to be involved in. That's Peter Wickham, political analyst, uh, speaking on the election of Dr. Drew as leader of the Labour Party. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll hear from Dwyer Astafan. And as I promised you, we'll have an extended interview with Dr. Drew on Freedom FM. All that coming up after the break. Voice of the Caribbean Radio, VOC Radio. Stay locked on. Online radio has never been this great. It's Voice of the Caribbean Radio at voiceofthecaribbean.net. Tune into Voice of the Caribbean Radio for great Caribbean programs, news, entertainment, sports, and current affairs. Wake up each morning and be inspired with One Day at a Time with Kim Huey. Stay abreast with news across the Caribbean and internationally with the Caribbean News Hour and be entertained with shows like Reggaeville, Caribbean Classics, and Jive Music Show. Visit our website, download our Android mobile app, or listen us on TuneIn Radio. There is so much more on Voice of the Caribbean Radio, reaching the Caribbean and beyond. Check website or app for program schedule. Want to buy some fresh fruits, vegetables, or ground provision, but don't have the time to go to the market or even to find parking? Look no further. Green Green Market Market and Delivery delivery is your solution. solution. Green Market and Delivery is an e-commerce store that sells and delivers local produce to customers in St. Kitsinevis. Anything you purchase, you can get fresh from the market and deliver directly to your door. Log on to www.greenmarketskn.com. Click on the e-store link, choose your items, and shop away. We have a wide array of products from fruits, vegetables, local products, spices and seasonings, and much more. Save time and energy. Shop on greenmarketskn.com, your Your one-stop shop for fresh fresh local local produce. Stay abreast with news on St. Martin with SMN News. Visit www.smn-news.com for up-to-date news, scoops, opinions, and hard-hitting facts. SMN News, we tell it like it is. Visit our website, www.smn-news.com. Auto Plus Car Wash, located on the Collins Street Gut, Bastyr's in Kids. Bring your car to Auto Plus Car Wash to remove water stains, wiper marks, 
Get your doors, roof panel cleaned, seat floor mats, buffing, headlights, and engine wash. You get quality service at the best price at Auto Plus Car Wash. They really care for your car. Call 765-5140 or visit them on the College Street Gut Bastier St. Kitts. Auto Plus Car Wash, where the service is number one. The Voice of the Caribbean Radio. Welcome back to Let's Talk St. Kitts and Nevis. Well, we'll head now to hear from former government minister and social activist Mr. Dwyer Astafan as he gives his take on Dr. Drew being elected as a leader of the Labour Party. Yes, I think it's the right choice. I think Dr. Drew has the broadest national appeal and he's the person most likely to endear the voters across the board to the Labour Party and giving it its best chance of victory at the polls. So I think he's the best choice um, from a number of, of, of angles. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I, I, I would have asked other people, including Dr. Drew himself, is the fact that um, this leadership race is the first major leadership race that the party had has in its, in its almost 90-year history. And um, yes. obviously it would, cause, it would have caused some you know, fractions here and there, um, people who were supporting their preferred candidate. How do you think uh, and how quickly will Dr. Drew have to unite the party even as it prepares to tackle the government and, and uh, prepare for the next election? Well, from last night, every, every, every leadership contest within a party, you see, a leadership a contest is a contest, Mr. Huey, and it is sometimes more difficult to be involved in an internal contest as a political party than in a contest against another party. Because with the internal, you have to be far more careful not to cause an implosion to the party to which you both, all three of you belong. So the, 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 the need for caution and sensitivity, in my opinion, is amplified in an internal election. Because people have their loyalties and their preferences and their emotions. And so I think it was a wise thing that the, the three of them embraced and spoke of, you know, unifying the party and so forth, which is what I'm told. I didn't hear it verbatim. Mm-hmm. And as I said, his job would have started since yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it will be a continuing effort because in politics, nothing remains static. Prior to the election... So major... Sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, no, I'll, I'll, you can finish your statement. It's a, it's a major task, but it's very doable. It's very doable. The Labour people want um, their party to do well. Um, they have lived life in government, and they have lived life in the wilderness. And parties exist to win to be in government, not to be in the wilderness. And I do believe that the conditions in the country are ripe and right for a change of government, a change of governance. And this new Labour Party team, led by its new leader, can be a breath of fresh air and a hope of a sign of great hope and inspiration. Um, and a new dispensation, actually, for the governance of the country and the conduct of the affairs of the country at all levels. Yeah. Um, one of the things that was um, prevalent in discussions and topics among Labour supporters and amongst observers 
um, is the involvement or the, put, the potential involvement of, of the current opposition leader, Dr. Douglas. He's been at the helm of the party for 32 years. There are some who suspect that um, he, want, he may have wanted a certain candidate to win, and if whoever wins, he may still play a very integral role um, in, in how that leader leads. What's your view on that? And is, is Dr. Douglas's involvement a good or a bad thing for the party? Dr. Douglas is a member of parliament, and I don't see any reason why he shouldn't continue being a member of parliament, um, whether for the entirety of this term or just before in order to blood someone else. But going beyond this term of parliament, this, this, this um, session of parliament, I, 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 I really don't see that Dr. Douglas would even want to be involved in the process. But his experience can, can be of great help to the party. Um, as to him, and you didn't use this word, but I will use it, dominating or having, again, my term, undue influence in the conduct of the affairs of the party. I don't think that will happen. I don't think he will want to do that, and I don't think the new leadership will, will, will want that to happen either. So that is not one of my fears. Mm -hmm. What about the involvement and you would have said this in a previous interview i had with you that dr douglas essentially is the money of the party he's the one who is able to raise funds for the party which the party desperately needs and which any party needs to be successful um in in terms of um an election and buying for government um uh -huh. do you think he will obviously still play that role and and how important is that role going to be in the party going forward anybody who has connections anybody who has goodwill will use both the connections and the goodwill. And in politics, assistance follows the leader. So it's like a relay race and the baton. The baton is passed on, and so the, the past leadership, whether the top man or the top people, um, both of them, both the top man and the top people, will, will pass on the baton to the next, taking it up, and it will flow that way. I, I, I don't have any real concern about those things. Um, what is important, and Dr. Drew is articulating this, is um, campaign finance and wanting to be transparent and that sort of thing. Of course, the whole country, our political system, does not operate on the basis of financial transparency for political parties. And there's some understanding of that because if, for example, a political party has a million dollars in an institution in the country, um, there's some concern that that information might be, be leaked and the other side knows how much money you may have or whatever. So there's some concern as to that, and that's understandable. But um, I like what I'm hearing from Dr. Drew. Are you there? Yes, I'm still here. Yeah, I like what I'm hearing from Dr. Drew with regard to that. And as I said, funding and support and other things, resources, do follow the leader. It's a successional thing. So again, that's not one of my concerns. Mm -hmm. um, lastly, before you go, you, you did say, of course, that Dr. Drew has the national appeal. Um, yes. do you, what, what, what do you think will attract even persons from supporting Team Unity and, and other parties in the Federation to want to come over on the other side and support the Labour Party because of Dr. Drew? I, I think the energy... The, 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 the mission, the things that the party is going to present to the people, 
um, the, the tremendous disaffection that has grown towards the, the present incumbents who have promised great things in terms of governance and delivered virtually nothing. I think there are a lot of factors that are um, in terms of attributes to Dr. Drew and the Labour Party itself and his new team, and there are other factors dealing negatively with the incumbents, which will all add up to greater support for the, the party under this new leadership. Hmm. And, and do you have any concerns? Because I know, you know, in time we've seen politicians who have come up, whether it be here in St. Kitts or elsewhere, and there's a lot of high hopes for them. Um, and then when they get in government, in some instances, they have not panned out to what most people had hoped. Uh, do you have those fears with Dr. Drew, or do you think Dr. Drew is the real deal? Listen, I'm a, I'm a 72-year-old man, 73. Okay, I'm realistic. Dr. Drew is a bright man. He has great potential. He has a, an outstanding team of young intellects with him. He has a lot of young people behind him, a lot of not-so-young people. He has a lot of people behind him, and he's just a human being like the rest of us. That was Dwyer Astafan, former government minister and social activist, speaking on the election of Dr. Drew as the leader of the Labour Party. Well, as we promised you, we're going to be sharing now an extended interview with Dr. Drew on Freedom 106.5 FM. It's only a portion because of the time. We don't have enough time to go into the full length of the interview, but we'll share that with you. He was interviewed on Issues Radio Program on Freedom 106.5, host EK. Congratulations. How are you feeling uh, about this? Well, I, mean, um, I would say that... I'm feeling good, not just for myself, but mm -hmm. for our party and for our people, because I think it gives us a real chance now to implement programs and policies that will benefit the people of St. Kitts and Nevis. And so this is a victory not only for me, but for my party and for the people of St. Kitts and Nevis. But I want to thank all those who would have worked with me um, during this process. It was a long election campaign, I think, for internal process it could have been a you know about two months mm -hmm. uh, just uh, maybe more and right. so you know how campaigns are Indeed. they have to be you know planned and they have to be um, carried out but i couldn't do it alone and i'm fully aware of that fully aware of that nothing i can do alone you always have to have the help of okay. you always have to have the help of those around you mm -hmm. and ek there were persons around me who supported me in many different ways. And I don't have a list to call all the names here because I don't want to run the risk of, of meeting or forgetting <laughs> But they know who name. they are. <laughs> but they know who they are. And right. at the right time, I'll continue to mention them. But at this time, I want to tell them thanks from the depths of my heart for really being out there. But Ike, since you are here, I want to even thank you for your endorsement. Last time we spoke, that was just before the, mm -hmm. the elections. And, you know, you mentioned all that was being said and so on, you know, mm. social media. And I told you how I took that. Right. But I did not allow that to really daunt me or to steer me off the path. It's about keeping focus on understanding why you are in politics. So that is what really drives me, you know, mm. doing, wanting to do the best for the people of St. Kitts and Nevis, doing my part to create a just society. And I continue on that journey. And I also want to take this opportunity to say congratulations to my other two comrades, um, Dr. Jeffrey Henley 
and Mr. Conwis Maynard, mm. who were also a part of the race. We, on the inside, we sought to keep it as clean uh, as possible. But as I said, there were external forces who were trying and continue to try to, you know, have some impact on the process of the St. Kitts Nevis Labour Party's um, democratic um, plan and the elections, so to speak. But we understand, and I understand now exactly what their plan was, but their plan has failed, mm -hmm. and it will continue to fail because that plan is not people-focused or people-centered. It's about tearing down and not building up. And once we are in, the, in this, for the good that we can do, which is our party's motto, I am very sure that we will succeed. So I want to really congratulate um, both comrades for what they would have done during this process. I also want to congratulate the party leader and the party leader-elect, um, the Honorable Dr. Denzel Douglas, for, you know, the statesman-like um, attitude that he displayed at the, at, the, at the conference. And after the results were given, he actually congratulated me and, you know, and he really gave his commitment to, con to the St. Kitts Navy Labour Party, to the new leader and so forth in doing what he would do in order to ensure that the St. Kitts Navy Labour Party um, gets back to leadership here in St. Kitts and Nevis on the behalf of the people. I spoke about his legacy, what he would have done for St. Kitts and Nevis. I said that before the elections, and I'm saying it again, that I am committed to have his legacy lionized here and etched on the pages of history of our country. Irrespective of what anyone feels about him, his record speaks for itself, and that should be recognized, and I am committed to that. And so I want to thank him for the 32 years that he led our party. He led our party um, to many victories, and the victories of our party are always the victories for the people of St. Kitts and Nevis, because he was able to significantly reduce the poverty rate. He was able to transform the economy from a failing sugar-based economy to a social, to a financial and services economy which would have benefited all of St. Kitts and Nevis, whether directly or indirectly. We know about the housing resolution, uh, revolution, the number of persons who actually got to go overseas to advance themselves with respect to education and so forth, the infrastructure that was set up. And so we see the CBI program, which was deep and then expanded, building a new hospital back then when it was built, you know, the AIDS program, which only, um, which you know, benefited our people here in St. Kitts and Nevis, the region, and the world. So he would have had tremendous, tremendous um, impact on all of us throughout his career, and I think we need to respect that. So I wanted to say that about him, because there are those who will seek to pull down his, his legacy, and I, as the now elected um, leader of labor, I will not allow that to happen. He has contributed, and his contribution, contributions must be respected and upheld, and of course, in our St. Kitts Nevis Labour Party, all of our comrades, they are encouraged to have a role. And being the immediate past leader for 32 years, prime minister for 22 years, we know he has a wealth of knowledge, know-how, and so forth. And so he is part and parcel of us, and he is with us. And so I want to congratulate him for the 32 years of excellent service to the people of St. Kitts and Nevis. 
Uh -huh. I also want to congratulate the comrades of our Sinkits Navy Labour Party who yesterday demonstrated maturity and their commitment to the democratic process. As I've said before, and history will of course um, be a witness to this, that the Sinkits Navy Labour Party had a democratic process before Sinkits and Navy as a country had a democratic process. And so we are very, very proud of that. Mm -hmm. Our party, what we demonstrated yesterday, is that we can go through this type of process and we can come out on the other side stronger than we went in. Because 90 years of existence with the record that we have being the oldest party in the English-speaking Caribbean, a party that have had um, tremendous political success, a party that has built the foundation for St. Kitts and Nevis, we, of course, can go through that type of process and come out on the other end much stronger. Well, th th that is what I, I really want to focus on, on, on my next question. Um, putting into perspective um, this rebuilding or this revolutionizing of the, the, the St. Kitts Nevis Labour Party, the whole process from um, breaking down what took place over the past two elections, um, putting into place the, the, the new constitution, the new executive, those new roles, what they would entail, um, the goal. So if you could take us to what that rebuilding process w w was like. Well, I will say, E.K., I will give much more information on that because that is a very important uh, matter. Our executive um, is yet to meet the new executive, which mm -hmm. was elected last evening. We are now fitting their number of roles to be appointed um, mm -hmm. to the executive, and therefore we are still going through the process, which will take place in quick order in really completing our new executive. And from there, we will decide where we would go. However, I gave a broad vision of where we'll take the Sinkits Navy Labour Party. Um, sitting with my comrades, my other two deputies, um, we will make sure. But that is the first priority to make sure that the executive is now is completed and that we would have met and you know chart the new course forward. Um, outside of that, we have also the process to complete of candidate selection, which we'll also do in quick order to make sure that our team is complete and that we can present that team to the nation um, of St. Kitts and Nevis so the people can see that St. Kitts and Nevis Labour Party is fully ready now to take uh, the reins of government and take our country forward on the behalf of the people. So that's a good question, E.K., and I would have much more details on that as we complete the, the process. This afternoon, I really want to come in, dis describe the process a bit, say congrat you know, congratulate those who should be congratulated for their, for their hard work, and to let the people of St. Kitts know that the St. Kitts Navy's Labour Party is stronger, is stronger um, by this process, and we are ready now to move forward. So we're going to do those steps, the executive, getting our candidates ready, and putting our programs and plans and policies in place to take forward. Because I want to really put this government on notice and tell them that the silence is ended. Mm -hmm. And the St. Kitts Navy's Labour Party will challenge this government. We'll challenge them at every level. We'll challenge them in the electoral office, because as I've said today, there are a number of important questions as I have for Mr. Alvin Bailey. We know that things in the electoral office that we have are questionable things, and what took place in the last election will not take place in the next election. I suffered tremendously from the irregularities and the shenanigans that took place, and those things must not happen. So I want the supervisor of elections to know that we will hold his feet to the fire. 
because not just for the sink it's navy's labor party it's for the democratic process when you infringe on the democratic process you not only affect the sink it's navy's labor party but you affect the whole country because only having a good democracy that is the only way to really guarantee a successful life a happy life the opportunities for those things and the opportunity to establish a just society so we want to put him on notice that we will not be accepting we're going to you know we want a transparent system an open system a system where all have equal access because we will not allow the electoral office to be manipulated to put the sink its navy labor party at a disadvantage i want them to know that with respect to how the government has handled the covid-19 situation our people have suffered tremendously when you look at the taxi drivers those who work in the hotel industry being out of work not being able to earn a living getting bills presently people are having the water cut off the electricity cut off almost like you're dealing with a government that you know it, it doesn't really care about a lot of these issues that are affecting the people and we are saying that is not the way that it should be done government should be more compassionate should be more caring especially under a pandemic where people are already under stress to burden them with more stress of course people would have a lot of mental health issues and so forth and so we are focused on the people how are we going to represent the people how are we going to fight on the behalf of the people of St. Kitts and Nevis that is you know we are going to be laser focused on that and that is where we will quickly get onto so I will say that the silence will quickly come to an end. Mm -hmm. Now, um, just a little bit of a, a ticklish question yes. here, because we know that some people were a bit disgruntled mm -hmm. about the, the whole um, leadership race, so to speak. And so the question must be asked of you, um, the new leader-elect. Um, how do you intend to mend those bridges? How do you intend to rally these people and get them focused on what you um, just outlined here for, for, for the people of right. St. Kitts and Nevis. In any process, you'll have, you know, some bruising taking place. <clears throat> if we don't expect that, then we are not mature people in politics, and that is why today I want to call for the continued togetherness of our party. Last night, and even before that, the healing process would have already started. Okay. Last night, I think, once the announcement of the leader was made, that really became even more glaring. And what we were able to do last night is after we had the leader process taking place, we were able to end the, the process of, of the election. Not end it, but um, one of the candidates withdrew and we solidified the two positions. The person who stood up, and I really want to uh, congratulate her for, for what she did, for she, because she looked at the bigger picture. And when she spoke, she spoke about that. She recognized the mood of the conference and where the comrades were. And uh, for us to bring the party even closer together, she decided that she would not go up at that time. And so quickly, we were able to bring that process to an end, and we were able to solidify. That helped tremendously in the, you know, in the unification of the party, helped tremendously. Wherever there might have been gaps, brought them together. And I really want to congratulate uh, Ms. Masha Henderson, lawyer, who is, you know, vying at this moment to be the candidate for Central Bastia on the behalf of the St. Kitts Nevis Labour Party. 
She gained tremendous respect. She had a standing ovation because I think the commons understood what was at stake there. And she would be a fundamental part of our party. Her voice, of course, will be at the table of major decisions. And so part of the, 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 the plan is going forward, and it will take a process, of course, is to make sure that we have um, more women at the table. Um, and in St. Kitts and Nevis, um, if you look at it, our women are very educated, very capable. They can occupy any position in St. Kitts and Nevis. And our party, which is a progressive party, an open party, transparent and democratic, we must allow for more openness with respect to this. And you will see um, more coming through. So I want to really say that she really, hmm, she, I think there were three standing ovations last night, and she got one. Mm -hmm. And she won a great deal of political capital. And I think she has etched her name on the heart of the St. Kitts Nevis Labour Party. And that will take her a long way <laughs> in the party. And as a result, give her the opportunity to serve the people of St. Kitts and Nevis. And she has already really committed to the people of St. Kitts and Nevis. And she's committed to the St. Kitts Nevis Labour Party. No question about that. All right. Well, some people are a little bit disgruntled that, you know, she, she gave up that opportunity um, to, to, to be um, elected or even being, being considered. And they said it was, what the word the person used? It was a, a notch against women's role in politics. I think um, she really explained it best. Mm -hmm. And I think that people should listen to her own words mm -hmm. and listen to what she said carefully. Because I think what she did, and it's not because of anything else, she looked at the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And because of that, she will go a long way, mm -hmm. a long way in this party. And she has opened many doors. Sometimes you don't see it immediately. Right. But I'll tell the people, mm -hmm. look at the bigger <laughs> picture that this very intelligent, astute woman saw. You know something that we and don't she, know. All right. <laughs> the smile says it all. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but on, the, on the issue of, of a women's issue, though, yes. Um, I have seen where the party has gone with yeah. that, you yes. know, um, with the role that the Honorable Marcella Leibold would have played um, over her, her career as mm -hmm. Speaker of the, the, the National Assembly. Yes. And then as a candidate, then as a minister. Yes. So I, I don't see where anybody could think that the St. Kitts Navy Labour Party is not about uh, women's issues and that kind of thing. We are very much about women's issues. As a matter of fact, our senator is a woman. Mm -hmm. And we will have more women at the table this time around because mm -hmm. already I'm telling you that Marsha Henderson um, will very likely, she's on her way to be the candidate for constituency number two. Mm -hmm. So it means around the table we will have more women at least than we had before. before. Yeah, so we are on our way. And then when you look at our executive and you look, you'll see a number of positions are always occupied by women our present secretary CEO and I don't like to use the word secretary because people think that people think that secretary means taking notes, <laughs> their own thought. So I say CEO, our CEO of the party, mm -hmm. the one who runs the party that is um, on the day to day basis is is is, is a woman. Mm -hmm. So we have women well placed um, in our organization and as I tell you we'll have more at the the top echelons of our party, and we will make sure that we continue to pursue that. So the decision, I think they should listen to her own words, and they will recognize that 
it would open up much more opportunities. So we have recordings I, of that. So we have recordings of All that. All right. Well, I would definitely love to get it and yes. um, share it with Right. With um, the, and with when I audience. spoke, I think my last um, media engagement was on Saturday on WinFM, mm -hmm. and I spoke about women and where I see women in the organization. And that is a program that I would pursue and pursue it vehemently because or vigorously because I believe fundamentally, our party um, believes fundamentally that women have to be given their equal opportunity. That's all they want. They are talented women, are talented, they have everything that is needed. They just need to be given the opportunity. Right. And our party will create those opportunities and continue to do so. That is why we, we chose uh, gave the opportunity for women to be considered seriously to be the senator, the only senatorial position. That is why we are asking during our process of candidate selection, we want women to apply and to go through the process of candidate selection because we will have more women at the table. You have been listening to Let's Talk Sinkis Nevis here on Voice of the Caribbean Radio at voiceofthecaribbean.net. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can listen to a rebroadcast of this program on Wednesday and Friday at 10 a.m. And you can also check our website, www.voiceofthecaribbean.net, where you can listen on demand. I'm Andre Huey. Thank you for listening to today's program. And stay tuned to Voice of the Caribbean Radio, reaching the Caribbean and beyond. The best sound in Caribbean radio. This is VOC Radio. Let's talk St. Kitts and Nevis, a talk show and current affairs program focusing on St. Kitts and Nevis, the Caribbean, and international news. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. on Voice of the Caribbean Radio, join host Andre Huey as he delves into topical issues of the day. We'll open the lines so you can call in and be part of the discussion. And he'll feature guests each week to help shed light on the various topics of discussion. Let's talk St. Kitts and Nevis with Andre Huey, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. with rebroadcasts on Wednesdays and Fridays, also at 10 a.m. on Voice of the Caribbean Radio at voiceofthecaribbean.net. Also listen on our Android mobile app and tune in radio. Voice of the Caribbean Radio, reaching the Caribbean and beyond. Thought provokers. Are your strengths the things that you do good or the things that you like? Resources. My one book would be Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I want to learn what I need to learn to get to where I need to get. Emotional moments. Hmm, that was a hard one. I went through depression. I didn't even discuss it with my wife, to be quite honest with you. Empowerment. If your name could be known for the worst thing, make it be known for the best. Even if you're uncertain, take a step of faith. Do not be afraid to try and fail. And a touch of humor with our Caribbean flavors. When did you realize you can't swim? <laughs> when? I knew all along. It did something phenomenal to me. I said, hey, I got to marry this woman, right? <laughs> You can't have me, but I will work out something for you. <laughs> hey there, this is the Big Axe Podcast with yours truly, Janiel Boone. John Maxwell said, great leaders ask great questions that inspire others to dream more, think more, learn more, 
do more and become more. Join me as I ask the right questions to the right people to help you in your leadership venture. To ensure that you never miss an episode, join us on Voice of the Caribbean Radio Sundays at 12 noon, then we broadcast Mondays also at 12 noon. For all your printing needs at top-notch quality, go to Digital Print Plus, located on Princess Street, Bastier St. Kitts. At Digital Print Plus, you get the best in business cards, letterheads, envelopes, wristbands, tent cards, rack cards, flyers, brochures, logo designs, posters, photos, architectural designs, 3D renderings, and so much more. Digital Print Plus gives you the best quality at competitive prices. Contact us at 767-7468 or email digitalprintskn at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook at Digital Print SKN. Digital Print Plus for all your printing needs at the best quality. You're listening to Voice of the Caribbean Radio at voiceofthecaribbean.net.